Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Simon Dan podcast. We are back. It's been six weeks or maybe seven weeks, but thank you very much for bearing with us. We're back. I said we would be, and we are. It's been a long break, but I've been been busy behind the scenes trying to get more guests, uh, and we've got some great guests coming up for you in this new run. But not only am I back, my co-host returns as well. He has a new jingle. He's desperate to hear it. It's Cats. What do you think of that, mate? What do you think of that? You know, uh, I'm I'm inspired. When I heard that, it just bled into every cell in my body, and I, I knew think, it. yeah, that's no, not that I didn't like the last one. I liked the last one, but that that's rejuvenated, revigorated me. I think, good. Uh, yeah, he's done yeah, a good, good job, job there, Wolf. Job. Did you Wolf, come up with that? Wolf did that, obviously. There's no way I would have done that. <laughs> Wolf pulled that one out of the bag. Yeah, right, awesome. how you been, mate? Anyway, how you been in the in the break? I've been really good, yeah. Extremely busy. Uh, not busy on YouTube much, but yeah, real world, very busy. I'm writing textbooks for schools now. So uh, awesome. I'm using all, and I'll be honest, I'm using a lot of the stories I've learned through making Flat Earth videos and cramming the textbooks with as many of the examples as I can. So things like the Paris gun for Coriolis effect, oh, yeah. things like that. Um, just as a little in joke for me. So you're but, like the, um, the ultimate. Yeah. You're the ultimate shield now, aren't you, for the flat earthers? Because you're not only you're doing it on YouTube, you're propagating it through the schools, through education. Yeah, not just to my own my own students personally, but uh, American schools coming to you very soon. My textbooks. Wow. wow, incredible! And they'll never know. They will never know it's you, will they? <laughs> <laughs> they, they never never oh, um, yeah so talking to flat earth actually it's uh we've been away six or seven weeks um not a great deal has happened but uh our friend ranty has made a few moves and he? he's, he's getting a bit bigger well you know one of the most pleasing things i've seen about that um is that there was obviously the image that converted him to yes uh, you know away from flat earth but you know, he does seem to be reevaluating a lot of other ideas as well. I know when he first came out, he was kind of sold on this idea that you know his observations must be the must you know they must be justifiable. Refraction can't exist, and now he's he's coming around to the idea that he was wrong on that. And he yeah. he does seem to be um, yeah he does seem to be taking it all on board. But it, it will take time, won't it? Yeah, I saw him do some of the wind turbine stuff, so he looks like he's looking at that as well. Uh, that mm. he, he did, didn't he? So yeah. A lot of people commented uh, last night, if anyone didn't know, we did a bit of a live stream to celebrate uh, 100 million views on the channel. A lot of people were saying he looks really well, really healthy, having a good laugh. And um, yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's actually a really good story because uh, he was probably the biggest that's come turned around, isn't he? he? He was. And the whole thing about him looking better and feeling healthier, I know Seep2, Speak2 said the same thing. If, if you genuinely believe that everybody in the world is lying to you um, and you're you're trapped as some kind of victim in a conspiracy and you can't trust anybody that's no good for your health no that's no good for your health no, absolutely not no. so yeah bless him um, other than that i don't think uh it seems really quiet doesn't it like it's been six weeks but there's not been much going on is there there really hasn't i mean i know i've not been making much content but i have been doing a, the odd search to see what's coming up and um there really doesn't seem to be any new flat earthers coming on the scene. The ones that are on the scene seem to be just either regurgitating the same point or not putting content out as much. And I think that's good to see. Yeah, beginning of the end. It's got to be. Anyway, you been watching the Euros, mate? 
I, I don't think I've missed a game until yeah, today. It's, it's great. Oh, uh, so, even so, now, I'm recording so, tonight's so. game. I'm going to watch it when we're done. Um, it, I've I've really loved it. It's what I love about it is obviously normally when the Premier League finishes. Uh, I know I know your team's not in the Premier League, it's fine. Normally when the Premier League finishes, uh, it's a bit boring, isn't it, through the summer? But we've got this. Incidentally, do you know when the last Blackburn player played for England? Do you know what year that would be? Will that have been 2000, Alan Shearer? Just, oh, 96, uh, or was think, it Shearer just think, before he left? Uh, what, what I saw, I think it was 2005. Uh, I think it was Mike Newell made a substitute appearance or something like that, possibly. Someone like that. It was a substitute appearance, two thousand and five. But anyway, it's a bit. It's a long time, isn't it? You got to get. It is long time, but that's because our team is packed full of international superstars who ah, are playing from Brazil okay. and Italy. Of course, and that's, of course. That, that's why. It makes perfect <laughs> sense. Makes perfect sense. Uh, right. Anyway, joining us this week is a fellow flat earther bunker. He has probably debated more flat earthers than most of us have had hot dinners. It's FTFE Craig from FTFE. Welcome and thanks for joining us. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you very much for having me on. Glad to be here. Thank you for lowering your standards enough to allow me oh, on your no, it's fine. We'll lower our standards for pretty much anyone, mate. <laughs> it, it, you're fine. Uh, here's a t- do you know this, Cats? Did you know this? Uh, Craig and I were born in the exact same hospital. Did you know that? Yeah, just That's, like a, no, like a, like a uh, part I, as well. Yeah, how, how far apart was it? Uh, well, I'm ended. I'm in the end of July. Uh, and I'm November, mid-November. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just a couple of months out. Yeah, so we few, were born in the same months hospital. apart in the exact same, same board, hospital. Just a few months apart. Can you believe that, cats? No, I think you're lying. <laughs> <laughs> they're just creating us shells wholesale. Yeah, that's, what that's it, it. They're knocking them out. No, no. Uh, it's just like I I moved from the area when I was only two. So luckily for me, I didn't hang around to pick up the um, the. Uh, unique accent. Let's just say that. Uh, what are you saying about my accent? I'm not saying anything, mate. I'm just saying something. It's very unique. Yeah, it's very unique. <laughs> uh, I moved down to the south coast when I was only two, so uh, that's why I got my Hampshire accent. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a crazy that, isn't it? Absolutely. Cra- I remember when we spoke about it. I could not believe. Yeah. That we're no, considering I'd followed you for so long, and then I started my channel. We started talking, and then we figured out that we were literally born in the same place. It, yeah. it is. It shows how small this massive world actually is. Yeah, absolutely crazy. Um, anyway, how you been, mate? How, how are you doing? You're really busy, aren't you? You're off with your debates. Yeah. And- I'm doing good. Um, I've had so much interest from flat earthers wanting to debate me lately. Um, I don't know why they're all coming out of the woodwork, but uh, of the biggest one that I've had lately is uh, Santos, um, friend of yes. Eric Dubay. Yeah. Uh, and um, that was one of the most, I don't even know, how to, special conversations I've ever had in my life. Um, I think they're getting dumber, Dan, honestly. Yeah, yeah it wasn't good. Did you, uh, see, did so- you see it, Cats? Did you see that one? With Santos, I I saw it. I saw a lot of fuss about it on Twitter, and I went and watched the whole thing. And I, oh, I couldn't sorry. believe what I was hearing in a lot of the parts. Yeah, couldn't My believe what I was hearing. Is, um, do, when do he yourself... says the model of the universe is the atom. Yeah. So you what now? Yeah, yeah. Do do yourself a favor if you haven't watched it yet. Check out. We'll put the links in the description. But you need to check out this. Uh, Santos Benucci. He was, he was in uh, Eric DeBay's new Flat Earth documentary. Uh, he was one of the, the the guests that Eric Debay had, and um, Craig debated him, and it was it was quite quite good. I'll just say that yeah. quite good. So now, check it out. Since that debate, I've had uh, maybe twenty emails uh, and even more messages from his own supporters saying that they are no longer his supporter. Um, he runs this retreat in Mexico, this spiritual. It's basically a cult, right? You know, yeah. people pay to go and listen to him talk about 
the earth being an atom or something. Um, and a, the, quite a few of the people were going to go to that retreat have donated me the money instead of going to that retreat well, that to apologize a, for the way that he acted. Absolute result. Absolute result. If yeah. the, the, the more, the less, they might not be not, they might not be flat, not flat earthers yet, but at least they're, uh, they're not following. Yeah, they're realizing. So anyway, mate, how did you get started on YouTube? Because you didn't start as a flat earther bunker, did you? No. Well, um, I actually started with a video game channel, but um, it, it it was more of a passion project for my wife and I. It's something to do on the side. We, my wife and I, have been married for nearly fifteen years, and we have always shared a passion for video games, especially Xbox. Uh, so we we started a channel called Married to Xbox, where we did a weekly show called A Week in Xbox, where we talked about the news uh, in the world of gaming and the world of Xbox. To had tournaments against each other. Um, only got about. 1200 subscribers but it wasn't really anything to try and break into youtube it was just something for my wife and i to do together and it was yeah. a lot of fun um and we, we did that for for a couple of years every week with the show that we did um and then we became um sponsored by esports scotland um who are you know the, the biggest esports brand within scotland nice. um but then when i had to move house that kind of fell to the wayside um, and then I found your channel and others and thought, you know what, that looks fun. I'll do that instead. <laughs> it, it is fun. Absolutely. So, yeah. so the, so the gaming stuff, so who's, who's better, who's a better gamer, you or your wife? Um, well, her, her SR on Overwatch is much higher than mine at the moment. Um, <laughs> I've got, do you know what? I've not got a clue what that means. That's, that is how out of touch well, I am. Listening to you two talk about football and the Euro tournaments, the closest I get to that is the Overwatch okay. World Cup, okay. which is you know the video game equivalent of you got all the teams, you got the um, you got the London team who actually were the the, the winners of the first years, uh, and then you got all the teams from America, um, you know, and you get behind your team and you support that. So that's my sport. Okay. Um, and SR in Overwatch is is your ranking uh, in the competitive games, and hers is way way higher than mine. So, yeah, <laughs> you have to teach me gaming, mate. I, I, do you know what? I, I play, I play FIFA, obviously, uh, because I love football. Um, I do my. Some of you may know I do my own little gaming channel. It's, it doesn't, it doesn't do much, but I'm, I'm addicted to GeoGuessr at the moment. I cannot stop playing it. I, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I just want to get <laughs> perfect, perfect score yet. Not in Mexico. I've still got blooming. I'm on my seventh round. I can't get a perfect score. It just drops me in the middle of a dirt lane. It's just impossible. Um, <laughs> Where is this? I don't know. I know. But other than that, I don't, I don't play a lot more. I played a bit of Fortnite when it came. My wife, believe it or not, she loves yeah. me. Loves a bit of Fortnite. My wife loves Emma, it. Uh, my wife played Fortnite, um, but not the the battle royale part. She was playing the single player side of that uh, yeah, for yeah. a long time. Got very addicted to that, but we've played games together like the whole time of our relationship you know in fact our relationship kind of started when we were playing um grand theft auto san andreas together on the playstation oh, that's old. i used to play that back, back in the day yeah i played that. <laughs> that that playing that game together kind of cemented our relationship and you know that was you know what we're going to work as a couple nice. we can spend 100 hours plus like that's this it's, it's going to work so robbing and then, robbing a few old people and and punching people yeah. in the face <laughs> and stealing cars Just how many people we can run yeah. over with the cars and, <laughs> yeah look let's see how many police officers we can get and blow them up at the same time what oh, fun dear. brilliant uh, then it moved on to the competitive stuff like halo on the xbox and then oh, yeah. it just the passion that we had for that gaming grew as our relationship grew and it's really nice to have someone that shares the passions that you have in a relationship yeah absolutely you, did, you didn't do like a gaming gaming themed wedding or anything did you no no oh. she wouldn't let me ah. you wanted to <laughs> uh, i wanted a few things in the wedding and she was just no no, I want. No, you're not, 
I once <laughs> went to a wedding, a couple of friends of mine, they got married at Fratton Park, which is the home of Portsmouth Football Club. Now, I'm a Southampton fan, yeah. and these are two really nice friends of mine. I was like, oh, I've got to go to this wedding in Fratton Park. I can't walk in Fratton Park. But I, I did end up going. Uh, but luckily, I had to leave early because my hay fever played up. So that's what I said anyway. Cats, <laughs> uh, have you been to any unusual weddings, Cats? Only my own. Only uh, own. Yeah, I certainly <laughs> know what I was walking into there. Um, <laughs> you turned off your own wedding. Oh, definitely yeah. there. Amazing. Yeah, that was uh, that was an odd day. And uh, yeah, no, I'm still getting over that one. So no, I've not, not really been to any uh, any any others. No. Yeah, new, okay. I just don't How have the three of us managed to convince women to marry us? I know, it's crazy, that? isn't it? I honestly <laughs> don't know. Honestly don't know. Uh, I mean, look at this. This is the worst looking boy band I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I don't know, you two have got the hair for it, at least. Like, <laughs> well, it, well, at the moment. You know, it's it's not it's not going in a good direction. Let's put it that way. No, I, I get quite a lot of comments about the old receding hairline. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right, as as we said, as we said, you are very well known for your debating your flat earthers, um, and you regularly debate them every Monday, isn't it? You have a debate. Yeah, I've yeah, got my Monday, Monday. night debates. Um, was that always your goal to debate them, or was that something that came about by chance? Well. Um... <clears throat> Originally, I just kind of wanted to make videos and content on the channel when I started it, uh, kind of like what, what you do. But then um, I started doing debates on the non-sequitur show back in the day before uh, yes. that self uh, imploded. Yeah. Uh, when that disappeared, um, I think the community w was screaming out for the Flat Earth debates because they disappeared. So I thought, you know what, I'll just start doing them on my channel. Um, and it, it gave me a massive boost because all the people that enjoyed watching those dumpster fires and flat earth debates on non-sector show then, then came over to me. Yeah. So I yeah. just decided to make it a regular thing. And somehow I've now managed to do 538 flat earth debates. 538? That is ridiculous. Yeah, I, I, the, some of those are repeats though, aren't they? Repeated flat earthers. Oh yeah, like Hip Hop Hippie, I've debated him at least 10 times. Yeah. Um, Nathan Thompson a few times. Yeah. The, 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 there is people that return like Spurs Kizmo, but I think I've had maybe 350 individual flat earthers that I've debated. Wow, Free, that is incredible, isn't it? So anyone who thinks there's not many flat earthers out there, well, there's, there's 350 straight off the bat. Uh, who are willing to bet? Are they are they not bothered about being on your channel? I don't understand because you know what I'm not nice to them. Yeah, right. If they come on and they 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 don't treat me with any respect, I don't treat them with any respect. So I I eviscerate them in debates. I make it clear that not only is what they say wrong, but it's ridiculously stupid. And you know I I expose them for their stupidity. Yet they want to come back. Yeah. Like Santos that I debated last week. I think that was one of the worst defeats Flat Earth has ever seen, and he's demanding a round two. I just don't get I, it. I, I, I don't get it. Like, <laughs> what I mean, like, are they happy that there's no moderator and stuff like that? They don't care. Yeah, no, they, they don't care. In fact, they a lot of them complain if I say I'm going to bring a moderator because yeah, they think they're going to turn up and want. control how it goes. Yeah, yeah. But um, I, I, don't, I mean, there's a reason why I title my debates with quotation marks around the word debate. Yeah. Because, this is because there is no debate. <laughs> you know, a, a debate is normally something you turn up to on a Thursday afternoon after college and, and talk about, you know, yeah. the, the socioeconomic uh, situation in China or something. But exactly. you know, th this is this is something slightly slightly different. But you're right. You take you take quite a harsh line with the flat earthers, don't you? Certainly more yeah. certainly more harsh than cats and me. And that's both in debates and in your videos. Um, yeah. 
do you sometimes think that you're a little bit too harsh or, or do you think they deserve it? I do sometimes watch back my videos and my debates and think, oh my goodness, that was um, scathing. But with my debates, especially, I've made it clear that I've got a rule. If my guest comes on and treats me with respect and actually wants to have a decent back and forth, doesn't over talk and act like a complete tool, then it can be a decent conversation and I'll, I'll treat them with the same respect they show me. Yeah. I make it clear that they are the ones that decide how the debates go. With the videos, I see it as more of an opportunity to let loose, yeah. to to thoroughly expose the, 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 the complete and utter stupidity of the idea that the earth is being flat. And it's a kind of evolved from not just exposing the stupidity, but the people behind it, because for some reason, so many flat earthers are horrific people. Yeah. You know, yeah. so I, I don't just have to do a video debunking their science. I can do an entire video on how Nathan Thompson thinks it's okay to go and shout at children in a schoolyard, you know, and kind of expose that area. And yeah, I'm going to be vicious. I'm going to point out how horrible and stupid and ridiculous that is. And I, I don't have any regrets for doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, if I, if I come across a flat earther that is essentially harmless, then my video will be a little less scathing. But then if I come across someone like Eric Dubay or, or, or Santos, my videos are going to be extremely harsh because they have literally tried to brainwash people. Yeah, yeah, there is a bit of a mixed bag, isn't there? But I, it's, yeah. it's funny, I, I like, I love, uh, like both of you are quite different debaters. Like you will, you will like literally pile into them and shout at them and all this. And Katz has this little way of uh, kind of... Um, leading them down like subtly leading them down a little path which yeah. ends up them getting caught out and and stuff like that and i love both the the two different ways that you debate cats when you when you how much preparation do you do to, for a debate because i get the impression that you prepare like for hours for a debate yeah i do i do a lot if it's somebody that i uh, i'm debating who has done lots of debates so for example i debated nathan thompson on your channel yeah uh, and i watched as many of his debates as i possibly could okay until i realized the arguments that he was constantly bringing and then i i prepared specifically for those arguments so if it's somebody that's done a lot of debates i will watch their debates and then and then really try and nail their arguments before it started and other than that i i've got a powerpoint it must be up to like over 200 slides now yeah and I just constantly I'm looking for things to evidence for Coriolis, evidence for um, you know, whatever it could be anything, but I'm just constantly adding it. So a lot of the a lot of the work is done, and I, I don't know whether you feel that way now, FJFE, that you've done so yeah. many that a lot of a lot of the work is done. I bet you could you could now just pull up what you've got and just debate off the cuff. Exactly. I I used to prepare. Maybe the first hundred debates I prepared, I, I would you know make intros, um, get new arguments, and do everything I could. And then when they were given their evidence, I would write down a bunch of notes. But after a while, I realised that it, it's all the same, and I yeah. don't really need to prepare. I, I've done this a hundred times now, and um, I use my VMix for streaming, so I've got all my evidence already pre-programmed in. Like if someone says to me. Uh, well, there, there, there is no evidence that the Earth rotates. I just hit this button. Yeah. If the Earth is spinning at one rotation, <laughs> you know, and then every hour it has to turn. Uh, you know, and it, it just, you know, I've got so many things. If they say there's no evidence of curve, I can play the Jaronism thing or, or many other things that aren't just flat Earthers yeah. pointing it out. You know, I've got it already because I've done it so many times. And they don't have new arguments. There's, there's never anything new. And I've actually said that. Um, I think I could do an entire debate just using soundboards of things I've said before. I reckon that's 
a definite possibility. Yeah, yeah. yeah definite possibility. Yeah, I, I've been setting it up. I've been going through some of my old debates and listening to the things that I respond with the most because they always say the same things. And I've been setting up a soundboard and I'm going to try and get someone on and not let them realize that they're debating a soundboard, but debate them with a soundboard. Oh, that'd be classic. Absolutely classic. Um, have you got any any plans to develop the channel further and take on other topics? Or are you happy just doing this at the moment? Um, I did think about looking at the Karen and COVID stuff, but um, oh, yeah. I mean, it's kind of saturated and um, I think a little bit too far away from what I do. I have been looking at some um, theist channels like Matt Powell and, okay, and yeah. Kent Hovind uh, and thinking about debunking some of their ridiculous arguments, like with Matt Powell saying evolution is racist, which <laughs> is, is one of the funniest things I've ever heard in my life. He's a, he's uh, a funny one there is, there, there is many um, theist channels that, that misrepresent what like Christianity and religion is to, to make their, they, they straw man their own position yes, to try yeah. and make a case against, you know, uh, against atheism and stuff. And I think I could have a lot of fun, fun debunking that, but I think I'd mainly stick to flat earth because that's what people expect from me. Yeah. Um, I have ventured into other topics and they were never as popular for me. You know, I do a flat earth video. I can get 50,000 views, but I do something else and it's going to get half of that. I think people, if they see something from, from me, they want it to be debunking flat earth. And I'm happy to do that Yeah. because um, although we have all three of us and, and many others in the community taking great strides in, in reducing the amount of flat earth nonsense there is. Um, unfortunately, it's, I think it's always going to be about because Dan, if you think how stupid the average person is, right? And then just remember that half of the world is dumber than that. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's, it's yeah, there's, there's always going to be yeah. stupid for me to debunk. Um, <laughs> this is it. And we cats and I talk about this all the time. It's not necessarily the, the flat earthers that we're trying to swing. It's their audience that we're, no. trying, to, it's their audience that we're trying to mm -hmm. sw swing or try and... Uh, yeah, trying to trying to show how that they put those people are wrong because we know then they're never. I mean, Ranty is very rare. They're never going to turn themselves back because they yeah. just they're, either they're into they're in too deep, um, and they just can't they can't bring themselves to, to turn around, or they're just too stubborn. They're never going to do it. It's the people that watch them. It's their audiences that we're into to, to so many flat earthers. I, I think a big part of it is that they think they've discovered this special information that nobody has yeah and it makes yeah. them feel special Absolutely. oh stupid glober you can't see the things that i've managed to see therefore i'm more special than you and that's very hard for them to let go absolutely you know, that yeah. that feeling of having that special knowledge of, of in their mind knowing that they're they're better than everyone else because they haven't fallen for the indoctrination that's a very hard thing to get around but when i do my videos even though I do spend a lot of it, you know, berating the flat earther, I do try and put in the correct science. So if there's people that are on the edge that are watching my videos, I hope they can see the humor, but I hope they can also see why the things the flat earthers are saying are so stupid. Yeah. I'm sure there will be, mate. I'm sure there will. I'll be, I, I get messages sometimes. I'm sure cats are the same. It, it's, and those, and those are the people that are just who are actually telling you. I'm sure there's more that aren't. Um, yeah, right. Exactly. Right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to get to the part of the show called Cat's Curiosity, and this is where he brings us a piece of news from science that's interested him over the last week. Anything, buddy? Well, it's funny you should say that. Uh, I was a little bit underprepared this week, but what I did decide to do uh, quite last minute, seeing as I know both of you quite well, uh, was would have a little bit of fun, a little bit of a playoff between the two of you based on some incredible scientific stuff 
statistics to see which of the two of you has the best intuition and I can crown the best flat earth debunker based on intuition. Okay. Um, now, I know that sounds like I might have cobbled that together in no time at all, but uh, plenty of research has gone into this. Uh, believe me. We're going to play first to, th- first to three first to quiz three. Okay. based on okay. intuition. Go for it. First question is going to go to you, FTFE, uh, following the format. I'm, I'm going to give you two countries, and I, all I want you to do is tell me, based on your intuition alone, which country has the bigger population. You ready? Okay, go on then. Russia, Russia, or Bangladesh? Hmm. Why couldn't you give me a question like that? <laughs> Do you want the answer now? Yes, yes, please, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say Bangladesh. And you will be correct. Bangladesh Ooh, does surprisingly have a big, yeah. Uh, but yeah, bigger population than Russia. Uh, Dan, here's one for you. You like this one? Go on. What is more numerous, the number of stars in the night sky yep. or the number of trees on Earth? Right. Are in we... fact, the, the number of stars in the Milky Way. Okay, I was going to clarify, the ones we can see or the ones we can't? Yeah, I meant to yeah. say the number in the, in Milky, the Milky Way, Way or, or trees, on, trees Earth. on Earth. I'm going to say stars. You would be wrong. Oh, what? There Ooh. are three trillion trees on Earth. Is there? And... Wow. But yeah, only, I say only, four billion, 400 billion stars in the That's Milky That's incredible. Way. Three trillion trees. Yeah, all those trees doing hard. all that hard work converting carbon dioxide into oxygen and then flat earthers just yeah. wasting. <laughs> <laughs> um, question two. Which country has the lowest population of children, oh, FTFE? No. Will it be okay. Germany or will it be Kenya? Lower population of children. Mm, I'm going to say Germany. And you'll be right, Germany's population yeah, is uh, Germany, of children yeah. uh, is about 12% compared to 40 for Kenya. Two nil. Uh, Dan, one for you. Yeah. Now I'm going to give you an estimate. Uh, I'm going to give you some leeway on this. You can have you can have one either way, higher or lower. If okay. I'll give you one and a half, higher or lower. All right. I want to know, in your lifetime, an average person in a lifetime, if you add up the distance they walk, how many times will that take you around the circumference of the Earth? Oh, right. Oh. The average person. Mm. in their lifetime mm. um, you said you give me Leo of one and a half yeah nine times four and a half is it four and a half four and a it? half wow yeah okay. four and a half alright um, so this is it this could be this, this could, could be the winner this could be the winner uh, FTFE I'm going to give you uh, a leeway of 15 each way. And I want to know every second, how many burgers do McDonald's sell worldwide? Every second. Every second, how many burgers do McDonald's sell worldwide? I'm, and you're just going to give me a leeway of 15. (laughs) Every second, I'm going to say they sell 350,000 burgers. You know, I'd have gone for something really big as well. It's uh, only 75. Really? Per second. Every, every second. I, I was it's shocked a lot. by it's that. It's a lot for one second, isn't it? You would, yeah, you would yeah. think it'd be a lot more than that, how many McDonald's there is in the UK alone. Hmm, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, Dan, uh, I will give you um, a statistic to do with millionaires. In America, yeah. 
again, I'm going to give you a leeway of 200 either way. How many people in America become millionaires every day? Six hundred. One thousand seven hundred. Oh, one thousand seven hundred a day, a day, a day. Yeah, that's ridiculous. In America, I'm not prepared. So, for that. FGFE, you can. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can win this one. Uh, you can win this one, uh, FGFE, with this. Um, this is a, a football one uh, introduced, obviously, because of the European Championship. Oh, Steve God. Bruce, oh, anyone listening? For anyone listening, Steve Bruce was a legendary uh, centre-back who played for Manchester United. He once finished a football season as the club's top goal scorer from centre-back, 1990 to 1991. I want to know, and I'll give you a tolerance of five, how many goals did he score? During that season, how many goals? During that season when he was a club's top How many games are in a season for a team? Oh, back Back then. then, What would it have been then, about 46? Yeah, it would have been hard because it was 22 teams, wasn't there? Not 24. 22, so 44 games. Uh, no, 42 games. I'm going to say that he finished with 50 goals for the season. Oh, my God. That is... Can I guess? 11? <laughs> yes. It was 19. Not, and he was, 19? Uh, from centre-back? 19 from, from centre-back, which is which is pretty good. So okay, Dan, I'll speed this up. <laughs> now I thought we'd get there a bit yeah. quicker. Uh, it's my... <laughs> okay, oh. let's go again. Um <laughs> Let's have a, let's just have a, a look. Okay, so the smallest number of children are born on which day of the week? Is it, so this is uh, FTFE, um, is it Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, or is it Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday? Which, uh, one of those two. First half of the week or the second half of the week? We'll do that. Otherwise, we're going to go on all, all year with this. Is that for me or for Dan? It's for you, FTFE. So the smallest uh, number of children are born in the first half of the week or the second half of the week? I'd say the smallest number born in the first half. Oh God, we're gonna be we're gonna be here forever. It's Saturdays. <laughs> Saturdays. <laughs> oh, okay. Brilliant. Dan, in the US, people watch TV. Yes. And I will give you uh a one hour leeway each way. Yeah. How many how many minutes or hours does the average person in the US watch TV for? Um per day. Seven hours, twenty minutes. Well, that's a lot. That's a full day's work. <laughs> I said first to two. How come I'm dying yeah. here? Right. Uh, 270 minutes. 270 minutes. FGFE, if you get this right, you will win. Bearing in mind the USA was 270 minutes. Come on, mate. You can do it. <laughs> Poland. I'll give, give me the same same question. In Poland, what is the average number of minutes or hours that somebody watches TV a day in Poland? I'll give you a leeway. Um, I'm going to say two and a half hours. I'm going to give you that. It's 264 minutes. That's close yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well done, buddy. Well done. Actually, do you know right. what? There's some good facts there. Good facts in that. Yeah. In that lot. I, I do enjoy little factoids. Yeah. I do. Uh, country stuff. I would have been all over. If you'd have given me the country ones, it'd have been over within. Oh uh, yeah. Your seconds. practice on your geolocator thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, right. Thanks for that, buddy. Um, right. So, um, conspiracy. Other conspiracy. Don't do a lot of. Do you, Craig? Um, we know that a lot of the flat earthers link themselves to other conspiracy theories. Are there any of those that particularly interest you, like moon landing or something like that? Oh, well, I, I have tackled moon landing deniers uh, okay. a few times. That's kind of in the same wheelhouse, you know, denying space and saying yes. NASA yeah, yeah, are yeah, liars yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So that's, that's always a good one, especially 
in the age we are where you know the, the, you've got the chinese orbiters that have done high resolution images of the landing sites and yeah. you know yeah. we're you know, nasa going back in the next few years and we're heading to mars it's it's a quite an interesting time to debate the 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 space deniers like the moon landing deniers and stuff because they're still using the same arguments from 10 15 years ago yeah. oh well how yeah. come nasa haven't been back to the moon oh well they said they destroyed the technology oh look at this stupid movie called a funny thing happened onto the way, oh, the way yeah. to the moon bumped a thousand times um so the moon landing ones are, are, are quite fun to, but, to tackle. i think there's going to be a nice big fresh batch of videos <laughs> when artemis goes up and the and the oh, yeah. and the flat earthers are trying to refute it and then we'll have loads of material then to uh yeah. to work for them because they're not going to be happy they're not going to be happy to, i can no, i can not. picture it now level earth observer look at this pentamime like kicking <laughs> off about artemis um this is so scientific yeah um uh, recently as well we've had a lot of uh some of the quite bad conspiracy certainly regarding covid and vaccines etc yeah. have, you, have you had any experience for that yeah, um, I have had um, a couple of debates uh, about mask, the effectiveness of, of masks and, and okay. the, the vaccine. Um, I had a long conversation with someone that was absolutely convinced that the vaccine contained microchips, um, which, which is a ridiculous thing. Um, yeah. and, and you did get brought up, uh, you, you brought this up in your video, Dan, about... I did, uh, yeah. I need, I need to make a retraction, and, actually, in the next yeah, video um, I do. And okay. you said that you know, the microchips could fit into the, the vaccine, and that's not really... There's... You know, there isn't microchips that are small enough to, you know, dissolve it in a liquid to, to go into your body. And even if there was, what would their power source be? Yeah. How would they connect to anything? You know, that, that's simply not how microchips work. I mean, that's going past the limits of quantum tunneling and being able to store information. And um, it, it's quite fun when you get the people that have such outlandish theories. And the one at the moment, which is getting me, is that everyone that's taken the vaccine is going to be dead in six months. Ah oh, yes. I mean, yeah. What, what do they think is going to happen? Like, we're all just going to. Hasn't it been six and... months since the since the first? Oh yeah. Group yeah. There, there's been several people that have had it for more than six months yeah. that that are still alive. But w why do they think that they're trying to kill off but, the majority of the population? Yeah. For what reason? Well, as, as yeah, they're just going to leave the flat earthers and conspiracy nuts alive. That sounds like a great idea. <laughs> yeah. <Well> done. <laughs> Um, that, so that, that that microchip thing I got wrong. So I said it could be two nanometers, but it, that's actually the. Is that something someone told me? It's like the the distance that some part of the microchip can fit into. Is that right? The two nanometers. Well, um, that that's to do with the quantum tunneling. Um, quantum tunneling is the ability for uh, particles like electrons to literally move through something. Yes. Um, and that, that's the way that that chips store information is by. Um, being able to accurately predict how um, an electron will quantum tunnel um, and then it can be stored in a part before it moves on and quantum tunnels again and you can act, it can act as a one or a zero and once you get to it being closer than two nanometers you have issues with the quantum tunnel because it becomes harder to predict what's going to happen okay. and you have a lot more problems with, with heat dispersion and things so kind of two nanometers is, is a limit that we've hit because of our um, knowledge of, of how electrons work with quantum tunneling um so i don't i don't think unless we find a new way to store information you could really you know go smaller than that yeah yeah okay um that those mr the mrna vaccines that pfizer have done with the coronavirus i read recently that they've also produced another uh rna vaccine cancer vaccine um oh. this looks this looks quite big doesn't it this rna 
vaccine research. Yeah. Um, I, I, it's interesting that if if the coronavirus adapts for whatever reason, they can just whip out one of the uh, DNA strands and replace it with another one, and then the the, the vaccine's good to go again with the with the variant. Yeah. Well, that's how um, the the COVID nineteen vaccine happened so quickly is because we've been doing research yeah. on you know coronavirus vaccines for years and years and years. Yeah. So all we had to do was say, well, this particular coronavirus has got this thing, which you know, and you know, they just had to adjust the virus, the, the vaccines that were already there. Yeah. Which is what we can do again if there is variants that come up, like the the new Delta Plus variant is you know, skipping some of the parts that the vaccine can, can protect you from. But we know that we can just take the, you know, the mRNA and the, attach it to the way that the spike protein works yeah. and change slightly, you know, the, the research is already there. So when you get the conspiracy theorists going, oh, well, this vaccine would just, it came out of nowhere. It's, it's you know, quicker than anything. Well, no, they've been doing research on, on SARS type viruses for years and years yeah. and years. Yeah. And I think that was one of the biggest stumbling blocks for people, wasn't it? The, the length of time. Yeah. If, if you could explain it yeah. and you just explain that what's, but what's been happening, the, the fact that pretty much every bit of money that existed went into this because of the whole world needed it. Yeah, it's of just, course. It's just, you know, they're like, well, why did they uh, try and do this so quickly? Well, because it's killed 4 million yeah, people exactly. and they wanted to stop it. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But we're, we're going to chat a bit more next week. Can't we catch about that? The, uh, the, yeah. the vaccine stuff. So we'll, we'll get really into that then. Um, Honestly, mate, it's been it's been a great chat. Um, I I genuinely love uh, watching you eviscerate flat earthers um, on a Monday night. Um, keep doing it. Keep banging on. Keep cracking on. Oh, keep, keep making the video. See if you can get to see if you can get to five hundred individual flat earthers. That's a challenge for you. Um, right. We, listen, we've got a new game. We've got a new game. So uh, we do we did just play guess the conspiracy. Went very well. Uh, Cats and I ended up. Did we win in the end? I, th I think it was inevitable, but yes, yeah, we, yeah. we did. We marched towards our inevitable victory. We did, we did. But we've got a new game. It's called the Scientist Game. Uh, so basically what's going to happen is, so this is the guest versus cats. So cats is going to uh, play against the guest. Uh, Go down, cats. What, I'm, what the Scientist Game is, so basically I'm going to start reading some facts about a scientist in chronological order. And the first person to correctly guess the scientist wins the point. Um, okay. The scientist will usually be linked in some way to the guest, um, or but because you guys do pretty much the same thing, I'm fairly confident you should know who this person is. But we'll see. All right. So is quantum erasure going to be the answer to any of the questions? Uh, no. All <laughs> oh, right. Okay. That's Can cool. I just ask? Yes. Um, if if we make a guess and it's wrong, are we frozen out, or can we Keep just going. guess? Pressing and guessing. Okay. Pressing and guessing. All right. First okay. person to give me the correct Good. answer wins. Okay. Happy? Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Ready right. to go. Okay. This person was born on the 13th of June, 1831 in Edinburgh. Oh, hang on. I've got some, I've got some, uh, I've got some uh, suspense music. Here we go. Ooh. Okay. Like it. This person was born on the 13th of June, 1831 in Edinburgh, Scotland. Cavendish. Happy? Nope. Um, and you gonna you gonna get one in Craig or not? I can't remember the it's the inventor of the TV. In November eighty seven, in November eighty seven, they attended second mathematics at Edinburgh University. In November eighty forty seven, in October eighteen fifty, they moved to Trinity Trinity College, Cambridge. 
and they obtained a degree in mathematics from Trinity College in 1854. Any more guesses? I think I know who it is. I cannot remember his name. Okay. Uh, next, where's my next one? Uh, okay. Married Catherine Mary Dewar in February 1858. Alexander Graham Bell. Incorrect. Oh, damn. <laughs> um, where's my next one? Here it is. Okay was appointed the vacant chair of natural philosophy at King's College in London in 1860. Sir Humphrey Davy. Who? Sir Humphrey Davy. Nope. You might get it from this one. That was a guess. In 1862, calculated the speed of propagation of an electromagnetic field. Oh, Planck. No, 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 no. Postulated right, that the no, no. speed of electromagnetic wave was approximately that of the speed of light. Not boring. Um, um, God, no, I'm going to kick myself for this one. And he died on the 5th of November, 1879. I'll give you a few seconds to think about it. But I thought that clue would get it for you. Yeah. Uh, mm. Is it Mark's uh, uh, Markwell? Mark Maxwell? Maxwell, you think Maxwell? Maxwell, James Maxwell. Correct. It is James Maxwell James, who. James Maxwell. That's made, not who I thought, but I take the win. He made huge, <laughs> huge, uh, huge strides in in figuring out the electromagnetic spectrum, didn't he? So well done. It's yes. one nil to the guests. Oh, cats! Oh, Come on, buddy. Gutted. I don't know how I didn't get that one. I thought I you'd get, that, get one. that one. I think I've actually seen you do a lesson on Maxwell. Scotland, I thought it was Alexander Graham Bell. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, could have been a few. But well done, buddy. Well done. One nil to the guests. So cats on the back foot, early doors. You'll be fine. You'll be fine next week. Uh, we... There's no one here next week, so I'm you'll good. be fine. It's <laughs> <laughs> just you two next week. You can win. <laughs> Right. Anyway, thank you so much, Craig, for for joining us. It's been an absolute blast. Um, everyone, please go and follow FTFE on YouTube. Catch out his debates on a Monday night. They really are very, very, very good. Um, as I said, next week we are going to be looking at vaccines. So Cats and I are going to have a deep dive in the vaccines, the coronavirus vaccines, and we're going to dispel some more of those myths and and uh, stories that some of the conspiracy theorists are coming up with. Week after that, we're going to be talking to Mick West, who does a lot of debunking on his website, uh, Metabunk, so we can pick his. Also ruined my childhood by coding Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. Did he? Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't didn't know that. that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, he was the coder, the main coder for Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. We'll have to pull him up on that. We'll have to pull him up on that. (laughs) Yeah, so many years of my childhood just gone. (laughs) Cheers. (laughs) Brilliant. Yeah, we're talking about that. Good stuff. Uh, But that's it. We're done. We're back. Week one is done. We're back. We'll see you all next week. Have a great week. Goodbye.